Challenging men to be great men. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, before I dive into my very important topic today, let me make sure you know two things. First of all, there's a whole bunch of new resources available for you. So be sure you log on to the greatman.tv website. You're going to find out about a digest that you can get every week for free that'll challenge you to be a better man. Let me also make sure you know that Mansfield's Book of Manly Men is now available in audiobook. A lot of you were waiting for this, and now it's happened. Just released. And for you Bible readers on the YouVersion app, there is a reading plan based on Mansfield's Book of Manly Men. All these are resources that are going to help you. So you want to dive in, you want to get into it. The other thing I want to say, less important thing, you're going to hear some construction noise in the background of this recording. Not a big deal. Nashville, Tennessee, where I'm recording today, is under complete reconstruction. The whole city is filled with cranes and machines and beeping machinery backing up and every kind of thing. There's nothing we can do to keep it from sounding. It doesn't bother us. We hope it doesn't bother you. Now, I, I, from time to time, I do episodes that are all about answering questions. And this particular program, uh, this particular episode, I want to answer one question that came from Chad. And Chad said, I, I think he's playing off of a, a response I gave to a question where I said the hardest thing for me, given my traveling life and the gracious way people host me when I'm uh, traveling around the world and speaking and doing all the things that I do, the hardest thing for me is building some hardship into my life. He says, if comfort your biggest enemy, and that is what I had said, what are you doing to make yourself uncomfortable? Now, I understand his point. Let me explain before you think I'm in some kind of suffering cult or something, that I believe that men need to have hardship and challenge built into their lives. They need to have opposition. They need to have something to fight against. They need to have something to push against. This summons wonderful things from our souls. We men meet ourselves, so to speak, uh, as we face challenges. We we come to learn about our uh, maybe our cowardice in the face of pain. Uh, we we come to learn about our maybe our own laziness. Uh, we face ourselves in challenge. We learn about ourselves, and also resources from our souls arise in answer to the challenge in wonderful ways, uh, in, in ways that really can be transforming. Many, many times I've seen a man begin to challenge himself. And as I often say, it can be as simple as just trying to break a new record and mall walking, mall walking. <laughs> I didn't say that right. Mall walking. Uh, or a man's decided he's going to run the mile a little faster, or the man's decided he's going to swim in a better time or whatever, just challenging yourself, just pushing yourself a little bit causes a significant hardship, causes you uh, to face yourself in challenge. You learn about yourself. Things are summoned for you, from your soul. It also break, breaks our comfort cycles in this generation. We live very luxurious lives. Uh, you may not think about think of yourself as being wealthy and luxurious and like the upper crust, but our lives are very luxurious. We most of us never miss a meal. We don't have to suffer anything. We don't have to work hard. We don't have to labor with our muscles. Um, we 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 move from comfort to comfort, and we actually work on making our lives as comfortable as possible. And if that becomes an 
addiction, it can deform us. If that becomes the routine of our lives, it can deform us. You may have heard me talk before about a word from the ancient Greek uh, that is malakos, and we get our word malleable from it. But what it means in the context, and it's used in the New Testament, it's used in ancient Greek, Koine Greek, the word means um, to be soft to the point of perversion because of luxury. The whole word really means that, to be deformed in softness and to the point of perversion through luxurious living. Now, that almost describes the great challenge many of us have. We have intellectual challenges. We have spiritual challenges. But in terms of our culture, in terms of our society, in terms of the world in which we live, uh, the, the great threat for most men is that we are constantly living in luxury. It's making us soft. And that softness can take a direction in our lives that not only is just a, a blubbery physical body with no muscle, no strength, no fight, but also it leads us into perversion. This single Greek word from the ancient world blends softness with perversion. And as we look around a lot in our world today, as we see what's going on around us, we have to admit that we have men who are soft in every way, no fight, no manhood, no strength, no resilience, uh, no enduring hardship, and it is leading to perversion of every kind. I don't just mean, by the way, moral perversion, but yes, I include moral perversion. So I believe that men need to build some hardship, some challenge into their lives. Uh, and and this and Chad is asking a very important question. I had been honest about the fact that because I travel so much and I'm well hosted by many many people, and you know my contracts require you know certain a certain level of let's make sure we take care of the guy. We, my team is great at this. Um, I I can live in ease and comfort all the time. And if I don't build, if I don't make a, if I'm not intentional about building hardship and challenge and discomfort into my life, then uh, I can become soft to the point of perversion. I can become weak. I can lose the fight in my soul. I can become faint-hearted, to use the old word. I can become uh, dim a vision on the inside. Uh, I can stop being the best Stephen Mansfield that I can be. So what do I do? Well, first of all, I always have performance goals in front of me. I'm working out right now to be able to hike 50 miles in one day. I probably could hike 50 miles right now over two or three days, but I'm getting in shape to, to hike 50 miles in one day. So having that goal, having certain performance goals, I want to bench press a certain amount. Uh, I want to have my waist at a certain size. I'm using actual numbers uh, to make sure that I'm shooting for goals that are difficult for me. Well, these sound like simple goals, but if you simply say to yourself, I want to bench press 300 by Christmas, that assumes a whole lot of stuff. For you to do that, you'll probably have to change your diet. For you to do that, you'll have to lift out lift weights more than you do. Uh, for you to do that, you'll have to do more than just lift weights. Uh, you'll have to, you'll find yourself needing more sleep. In other words, it begins to bring a whole lot of disciplines into harness for you to do that simple thing. All the more if you're planning to run a marathon for the first time uh, or, or do a triathlon or do some other kind of extreme sport. So I always have some kind of goal in front of me. Then I also challenge myself with other kinds of physical discomfort. Now, here's where some of you are going to think I'm getting a little bit weird, but I fast from time to time. Some of that's spiritual, some of it's physical. Uh, Bev and I are doing a food regimen where we um, have a cleanse day once a week, and uh, we eat almost nothing uh, until we have a shake that night. 
Um, that challenge helps us. It resets our body. It keeps us uh, unaddicted to food cycles, uh, caffeines and whatever. I don't drink coffee, but Bev does. And so you know, it's a little bit of a challenge for her. For me, it's probably more like Diet Coke that I might have to let go for the day. It just resets. It makes me aware of what my drives are. Um, if for example, and this is not true, but if for example, on that cleanse day, I'm craving whiskey, well, then I know I got a problem. If on that cleanse day, I'm craving chocolate or I'm craving, you know, some fatty mayonnaise kind of taste. Well, that's an indicator for me. So I build that kind of hardship into my life from time to time. I get up very early in the morning. Uh, every so often it's necessary that I do it when I'm traveling, but sometimes I've got to speak. I haven't had the time to prepare. Sometimes I really feel like I need to spend extra time preparing whatever that preparation is, study, prayer, whatever. Um, I'll get up very early in the morning just to make sure that I'm in control of my sleep life. I want to be in control. Um, I want to build that hardship in. I have, um, I make sure that I, uh, have, I've already said that I have goals, but I, but I, I make sure that I'm always trying to push boundaries. And then I pay attention to what boundaries I'm trying to push. Um, if I, if I push a sleep boundary and say, I'm going to get up at four o'clock in the morning every day this week. Um, if I push a plank boundary, sometimes I'll challenge myself for the week. I'm going to try to break my plank time record. Uh, those of you who know what planks are, it's where you're up on suspending yourself on your elbows and your toes in a kind of a altered push-up position. Well, by, by pushing myself that way, I feel what's weak in my body. I get a sense of what might be, what might be a, a challenge for me. I get a sense of what I've got to strengthen. So I, I constantly build that kind of hardship and difficulty into my life, and then I'm able to see what needs to be improved. I get information from it, okay? Um, from time to time, I like to do something big. I like to, I like to hike all day until I just can't hike anymore. Uh, I like to swim until I just can't lift my arms anymore. I like to go to the end of myself. It's what we do in lifting weights normally. We, we, we lift to the point of failure. But I like to go to the end of myself and confront myself in that. Um, I ha when I'm swimming or I'm hiking or I'm lifting or I'm, doing, or I'm cycling or doing the elliptical and trying to break a record... I, I find out things about myself. I, 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 I'm aware of the things I say in my mind. I start making excuses and have to argue with myself. Well, I just got off a plane late last night. I flew 10 hours yesterday. You know, I should lighten up on myself. Really, Bev needs time with me. I should get back over to the house and get out of this. Why? You know, blah, 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 blah. I start making it about doing good for other people. Hey, I, I need to go spend time with so-and-so. I really shouldn't be working out this hard. You know, that kind of crap. And all I'm doing is making an excuse to be lazy. So once I know that that's my inner dialogue, I note it and I defeat it. And uh, by setting goals, by, by put building that hardship into my life, it summons things from my soul. I recommend to every man that you fast once in a while. I recommend to every man that you uh, deprive yourself of every comfort for a short season, whatever that is, whether it's alcohol or sugar or, you know, whatever kind of comfort you, you have in your life. Uh, just, just give it up for a short period of time, just, just, to, just to make sure you're the master of yourself. Um, always pursue goals, always pursue hardship. And one of the things I had the hardest time doing because of my travels is I had a hard time in building a hardship into my life on the road. I could do it when I was home because I had a lot of time and, 
and uh, I could, I can control my life at home. But what I had to start doing was building it in on the road. So I'll tell people I'm going to have to have time to work out, or I'll find out that there's this great hiking park in a given town. And I'll say, look, give me, give me your best hiker from your organization and let's go, let's go hike all day or whatever. Or, you know, if you got a great racquetball player on your team, let this guy whoop me. I, I build hardship into my actual travel. So I'm facing that on the road. In fact, I've actually started using my travels as a means to get in touch with hardship and um, all kinds of things like that. Now, it's not that I, it's not that I'm a masochist. It's not that I want to punish myself. I don't have any self-punishment syndromes. It's that I want to challenge myself in every way. I want to see what surfaces. I want to take note. I, I, I want to endure. And, and sometimes it's even down to small things. You know, I'm a big fan of the art of manliness and my buddy, Brett McKay, art of manliness. And he's, he pushes cold showers. So even though I got to tell you, I love me a hot shower, uh, I will now almost every day or so, uh, end my shower with a gradual, uh, turning of the water towards cold to where I spend the last five minutes of my shower in the most frigid water possible. And that's easier to do in the summer, by the way, when water tends to be a little bit warmer in the winter time, it is a killer, but apparently it's very, very good for you. And I like doing that kind of thing. I don't want to harm myself permanently. I'm not going to stick needles in my skin, but, but I like the idea that I'm doing something that's uncomfortable. I like the idea that my, my body is rising to the challenge. I like seeing my body get used to it. I'm now to the point where I can pretty much endure any kind of water for as long as I need to. It's apparently very good for my body, a testosterone, your nerves, all kinds of things. It's very good for you and inures your body from uh, to all kinds of hard uh, difficulties and challenge and even helps you overcome colds and what have you. Uh, I don't know about all the lore, but I just like challenging myself. I don't harm myself. I'm not punishing myself. This isn't necessarily a religious thing, but it is me building hardship into my life. So there's your answer, Chad. As best I know, stay on me about it. As you guys know, in my books and in my podcast and everywhere, I say constantly, you see me at an airport, you meet me, you want to write me on email or, or on Twitter, challenge me, check on me, ask me what I'm doing. We need each other in this regard. But I want to urge you guys to do the same thing. I want to urge you guys to build some hardship and some challenge in your life. We got an abundance of food, abundance of comfort. We can adjust car seats to our actual cracks and crevices and roundages and shape. I mean, we really live in an amazingly comfortable world, but too much comfort is not good for our soul. Let me say it better than that. It's fine to have comfort. You need to know that you can master it. You need to know that you can live without it. You need to know that you can rise above it. So put some hardship from time to time in your life. It will summon powerful masculine things from your soul and you'll be a better man for it. Thank you, Chad, for the question. And thank you guys for listening to this. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for becoming a great man. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 